Thank you so much for joining us at the Fireside Podcast. My name is Jordan. I'm your host. I'm here with Abby, like always. And today we have a special guest, Pastor Gordy Gottfried. And we're just so excited this morning. We're going to jump into, as believers, how do we have time and how do we make time and what's important about the time that we spend with God. And so this morning we've invited Pastor Gordy to come alongside of us in this conversation as we're opening the conversation and just begin to talk about what does that look like? Why is it important to have time with God? So Pastor Gordy, uh, give us like a real brief history of you, your education, a couple job stops, and then what you're doing now here at PCC. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Jordan and Abby. I love being with you guys today. And uh, thank you for those who are listening. It's, it's great to be able to speak and encourage you uh, to get into God's Word. So, so I grew up in Illinois. I went to Bethel College and Seminary, and I became a youth pastor for about uh, 10 or 11 years. Then I worked on college campuses and, and continued, uh, came to Silverway Baptist Church the same year as Pastor Lincoln came to Silverdale Methodist Church. And then went back, was senior pastor for four years at Covenant Baptist Church. And then, by God's grace, Pastor Lincoln uh, asked me to come out here uh, to come help with um, our wonderful Paulsville Community Church. So that's, that's a thumbnail uh, sketch of where I've been in the last uh, few years. Um, yeah, boy, I remember that. I remember like the first Christmas Eve that you came out and were leading worship, leading Christmas carols for us, and that was so much fun. Well, one of your favorite questions that you love to ask people um, when you see them is, what are you reading in the Word this morning? What was what was today's devotional? And I've definitely got that yeah. question a few times from you. All right. Well, I love that, Abby, because <laughs> I developed a habit a while back because I couldn't always remember not only my time in God's Word, but I was praying about things and not seeing answers to prayer. And so this morning, I usually get up between 4.30 and 5.30, and I write a journal because if I don't, I'm going to forget uh, what I've prayed for. And so this morning, I just began talking about how, you know, Lord, heal my broken, hurting body. And Lord, I, and then I just go into some thanksgivings. Lord, thank you for the way you worked yesterday. Thank you for the breakthrough with push pay that happened yesterday. Wow, thank you. That was so good, God. And, and thank you for these spontaneous meetings that happened. Lord, you blew me away again. And after I do that, I was jumping into Psalm 31. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Never let me be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. Hear my cry, God, because I need your help today. And then I write down a couple things. Lord, help me with the men's group at, at 730. And Lord, lead this noon group. And please be exalted. And most of all, I'm in James 1, 19. I'm saying over and over to myself, Lord, help me to be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to anger because it doesn't bring about the righteous life that God desires. So great question, Abby. That's what, what's been in my, my, uh, my repertoire of thinking this, this uh, particular day. All right, Pastor Gordy. So one of the things that we do for this podcast is we want to open the conversation and give insight to new believers or people who maybe are really wanting to recommit their life to Christ. Maybe they accepted their uh, accepted Jesus when they were little. And so now they're saying, you know what, this is my faith. I believe in Jesus. I love Jesus. How would you encourage somebody that comes to you and says, Pastor Gordy, I'm really struggling to be in my word. Hmm. How would you encourage them? What kind of tools would you give them as they're beginning a daily study? Yeah. Let me tell you the honest truth about where I start each day. I set my alarm the night before 
because when I get up, it's like my, I don't want to get up. I'm going like, I don't want to meet with God. I want to sleep for 15, 20 more minutes. But then I start realizing, man, I get to meet with the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. He's got insight into my life. He's got insight to the people that I want to pray for. And so it's like, man, Lord, help me to be your servant. Like James 1.1 says, I put my name and I challenge you to put your name in. I say, Gordy, a servant of God in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I remind myself, I'm a servant of God. And man, when I start to complain, I realize, man, Jesus died on the cross. Help me, God, to be motivated to meet with you. You've done so much for me. And so help me to pour out the blessings and prayers for those who I know are in need right now. They're suffering in pain or they're just going through their growing up, like in your 20s or 30s or teens. And so let me reflect back on the question, what did I do? I got challenged by my youth pastor in seventh grade to start having a quiet time with God. Well, my dad got up at 6 a.m. because he was going to work. So I got up at 6 a.m. And what I did is I opened my Bible and I started reading. And next thing I was going like this. I was sleeping. <laughs> I was sleeping in front of God's word. And I didn't wake up and say, well, amen. <laughs> I just said, Lord, I need help. And so that's when I actually started writing out, believe it or not, I would read the book of James. That's where I started. And I started writing out the words because I couldn't even remember. I was dyslexic. I was not concentrating. I didn't remember anything. And so I started writing out the words of James 1, 1, and 2. And I kept reading and writing that because I was, I was excited about that. So, so my first step was I'm meeting with God. I chose my place specifically. I was going out in my, our living room, which was a, a very kind of a desolate place. Nobody was up anyway at 6 a.m. except my dad. And then I said, I know where I'm going. I'm reading this book, the book of James. And then I would just spend time reflecting. And I didn't really know. My, my youth pastor said, okay, read the, pray for a few minutes. Just say, Lord, open my eyes. Help me understand this. And then start reading and writing a couple things down. So that was my initial quiet time as I, as I started way back a long time ago when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. No, I think that's a great place to start. So starting in the book of James, as we're going through, specifically right now at PCC, we're going through the study of James and being an authentic believer. So it, it really lines up perfectly, and your story hits that beautifully, that um, we're called into the Word, we're called to be authentic, we're called. And so by reading the book of James, that's a really great place to start. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to encourage them to do that, do you have like a study schedule or anything like that, or a... A tips and tricks to the people that struggle that you can tangibly say, here's a schedule that you can follow as far as somebody who maybe wants to read through the Bible in a year or um, anything like that. Or, I, you know, I want to learn how to study the word better. What would be like one resource you would give them to say, as you read the Bible, here's something that could go with it, like a concordance or something like that. What, what tool would you say, hey, here's the other tool that would help you study well? Yeah, this this really helped me. There's a book uh, that does like a one-page summary, and um, my Hebrew prof was named John Salhammer, and this guy was an amazing guy. And so when John Salhammer, so it's like it's like a summation of if you want to really understand something like the book of James, you can read it in a page, and it's not hard. And that way when I get into it, I'm saying, oh, okay, 
This is what this servant of God, this is this diaspora, which were the scattered people that went across Israel, you know, and they were no longer in their country because the Assyrians, the Babylonians pushed them out to where they were. And so I like the simplicity of that. I also would use a simple commentary. There's so many, um, I have one by John MacArthur and I have other simple ones that have uh, the whole Bible, so you can look up things. But my my first step is always just ask God for wisdom. And then I ask specifically, Lord, help me understand these words from their point of view. I don't say, okay, what does this mean to me? That's called eisegesis, which means I'm, I'm, I'm taking it out of context and I'm trying to apply it to myself before I'm just observing what's in the text. So so first of all, I'm observing, and then later on, I'll look up words like diaspora or, or when it says uh, I'm supposed to be not supposed to be an enemy of God, but but His friend. And what does that mean? You know, so very simple words. It's fun to have a even a Bible dictionary is another tool that I love to look up, and you can look it up on your phone. And matter of fact, I'm saying Siri, <laughs> can you please tell me what's the biblical definition of justification or, you know, those big words like, yeah, just as if I've never sinned. How how is that possible? And so it's fun to have a couple simple resources that I can turn to. It's like, Lord, I'm completely confused by, you know, some of these terms. Even even our verse that I've quoted already from James 119, where it says, it's best to listen much, speak little, and not be, you know, let not become angry. So that word listen is actually a Greek word that means to audit. And so just a listener, you're just auditing a class, and you're not taking tests, you're not going through things. And so he's simply saying to us very clearly, don't just be a listener, be a doer of the word. And that's what he's telling us to do. Like, now, now you've observed it, interpreted it, now apply this. So you don't go away you know, sinning, saying like, well, I heard these good things, now I can forget everything and just do whatever I want to do. And so I want, I want to be transformed. And so that's part of the transformation uh, yeah. process. Yeah, well, you talked about you studied James when you first started reading the Bible and were studying James again, yeah. you know, how many years later. Yeah. And every time that you read the scriptures, something new jumps out at you. Yeah. So what, what has been the thing as you've been reading James this time that just has like blown your mind? Yeah. What's that new thing? My, my new thing in James uh, comes from verse 14 where it says, sin, after it's been conceived, gives uh, birth to death. And I realize this is my big thing, even for today, is that, wow, sin is going to take me on some um, route, you know, like a ship out at sea. Satan is just looking for ways to get you off. But I realize today that my sin, going the wrong direction, is going to produce a baby. But the baby, as it comes out, it's stillborn. And so I've been in the sin pattern, which is leading to not just crippling me, but it's going to lead me to a stillborn baby where I was thinking I'm getting my fake satisfaction from the sin, but it ends up being a dead baby. And so when I saw that, I said, it's sin that conceives or give birth to not only losing my life, but spending all this time in my sin, hoping that I'd be okay, but now it's producing death. But then that's why it says in the next verse, in verse 16, it says, so don't be deceived, my brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. 
So take the way of escape from your sin and go to the Savior, right? Because he brings life to us. So that was my surprising thing, Abby. That was a great question because I was dumbfounded about that uh, even this morning. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've really been appreciating the verse that talks about when you need wisdom. Yeah. If you need wisdom, ask. Um, God will give it to you. And you know how does, how does that happen? Every single one of us can say that we're in that same boat. We need wisdom. And, yeah. and boy, it, it comes right back to this question of like, are you setting aside time to yeah. be in God's word? And that's yeah. how you get wisdom. That's yeah. how God gives you wisdom is right. by spending time daily in his word. So um, it, it's been a really fascinating study of James. Yeah. Jordan, has there been anything during the study of James that, that has just blown you away? I th- the wisdom piece is such an important piece for me because we just got done with this whole series at our church of I need wisdom. And so we went through the Old Testament wisdom books. And then to jump into James and like within when that first chapter, like if you need wisdom, ask for it. And it's like, oh, and not only do we just have to ask for wisdom, but like God's already provided the wisdom books for us to go and seek wisdom from. And so for me, it was like finishing the circle of like, because how often in every day do we go, I just don't know what to do? Well, most days, if we're trying to do anything ambitious or just live life, and if we've stepped outside the house that day, uh, or if you've looked at your phone long enough, we all know we have no idea what we're doing or what's going on. But this just we're just barely getting into this and it's so quick to see put off sin get into the word be with jesus and seek wisdom when you have questions do not be deceived and the best way to not be deceived is to have wisdom which means you need to be spending time with jesus you need to be in the word you need to be studying and so i think for me it's just been like the compounding um it's not repetition in the sense of the same thing, but the repetition of the idea has just been compounding from the, for the last, what, four or five months? And we're getting to that point where we're really driving it home. So I think that's been the biggest thing for me um, through this series. And as we continue on, I know there's going to be that even more uh, as we continue through James. Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor Gordy, as we kind of wrap up this conversation about being in God's word, hmm. what what would you say when when you're talking to somebody, um, or maybe somebody is listening to this podcast, and they're like, I I like the idea of being in the scripture every day, but I just I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I don't know the Bible very well. How do I get started? What what is your advice to that person? Yeah, Abby, that's a great question. I realize it's just so important to be aware of that. Um, I want to I want to say one of the benefits of knowing God because that's my motivation is I want to know God. I want to understand that Jesus specifically prayed for us. This is eternal life that you will know God and His Son Jesus Christ. And so when I think about that, um, the Bible is our love letter from God. I mean, my wife used to write me love letters when when we were dating, and she went off to Europe as a missionary. And I remember getting those letters. I'd read it over and over again. And so I like that motivation of saying, this is God's way of saying, I love you. You're important to me. Read these instructions because they're going to keep you from sin, but they're, all gonna, they're also going to propel you to gain understanding like you guys both talked about those benefits. And so I always say, if you're having trouble getting to the Bible, a matter of fact, I just had said this to one of our people. I said, get a listening plan. Just go to U version or U uh, and just 
you can you can listen to the Bible. I say, are you driving anywhere in the morning? You could we, you could read or listen to the Bible in less than a year, because if you're 20 minutes or 10 minutes on the road, wow, what a great way to just listen through it. And then what I like to do, I tell people, just start in the New Testament. Start with Matthew. You know, we're in James, but I also read through the Bible every year. And so to me, I was having trouble remembering, so I hop on my stationary bike and I just read Leviticus or, you know, and I read, because it's like, I can get through it. Because I mean, if I can ride a bike. That's a workout, (laughs) like mentally and physically. Yeah, and so, and that's, actually I did my senior thesis just about that particular thing, the effect of exercise on your memory going from short-term to long-term. And it, it affects you. And so, so you know, I like to start simple. Just go to, go to the first book in, in the New Testament and read through. And then also have accountability partner. Just ask somebody, hey, ask me what I read in the Bible. Every time you see me, just ask me. And uh, I challenge you out there, if you hear me, ask me what I read, because I want to I wanna learn from you guys. I want that accountability, because I want to grow. I know what it's like to be stuck and not grow. And it's like, it is no fun. I don't want stagnant water in my life. You know that stagnant, stinky water? <laughs> I want the living water. Like Jesus said, I'll give to those who believe. So, yeah, I think that's amazing. One cool thing, this isn't like a promo for the U version necessarily, but one cool thing that they have is that you can like study Mm -hmm. with your friends. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, is they can see where you're at and you can see where they're at. So there's some built-in accountability right there. Say, hey, you get the U version app. I'll have the U version app. And I'll know if you don't study because it won't check the box and you'll know if I won't. So there's some cool accountability tools even built in because ideally we should want to do this. Yeah. But our culture and what we're going through and the things that we do every day, sometimes it can be hard. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it really requires discipline. And in the beginning, doing anything with discipline is really hard. Mm-hmm. And so, Pastor Gordy, I just want to say thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Thank, thank you, you so much for just sharing your wisdom and helping anybody listens to this podcast, whether they're a new believer or they've been believing since they were 10 and they're you know multiple decades past that now. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows them to really just take another step in their faith, take another step in their reading of the Bible. Mm -hmm. We'll have you on again soon to talk about something else. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being here with us on the podcast. Thank you. God bless you too. As we close, I just want to say thank you so much for listening, listener. If you have any questions about anything we talked about or you'd like to hear more or have some more information given to you, send us an email. Uh, fireside podcast at paulsbocc.com. Send us an email, ask us a question. If you want to get in contact with a Pastor Gordy or uh, Abby or myself, send us an email to that email and we'll get back to you. Uh, thanks again for listening. This has been the Fireside Podcast.